Welcome to the Wow Podcast with a womb. My name is Omomi and I am your host. Thank you always for listening to the Wow Podcast where we talk about issues concerning women, children, and family. Remember to be kind to yourself. Take time to appreciate where you are and where you are going and of course how far you have come. There is always work to be done and beating yourself up isn't the way to get things done. Like I always say, do not forget to take care of yourself. That is the ultimate thing. Yes, we are hustling and bustling. Do not always forget to take care of yourself. On today's episode, I have a special guest in the house and I've been following her for a while now and I just knew deep down, I just knew she was the most suitable person to, you know, shed more light on this topic. I just knew she was the right person to, you know, enlighten us more and advise we family and children because the, the topic has to do with our children more importantly and of course the parents. So I will be introducing her in a bit, but I am so glad she agreed to do this with me. So I am very, very, very grateful, ma'am. Um, her name is Adetola Adeolu Balobu, aka Mama Sunshine. Just go on IG and search for Raising Sunshine at Raising Sunshine, especially mom of boys. If you are a boy mom, please go on IG and search for Raising Sunshine, and you will. Our page is loaded. Just, just go. You, you thank me. You will thank me for it. So she is the, 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 the CEO of Raising. She's the founder of Raising Sunshines, an online support community for moms of boys, and with a mission to empower moms with the tools and resources to raise happy, healthy, and godly sunshines. If you're also a girl mom, you can't still follow her. It's not just restricted to boy moms although most of the post has to do with boy moms but of course you can especially the daily prayers she shares you can still um you can still use them as prayer points for your girls or your children generally and she is blessed with a beautiful family who she adores so thank you so much ma for coming on the wild podcast i am really truly grateful so on today's topic on today's episode brother we don't really have a topic but i just wanted um us to you know talk about the incessant um ritual killings especially about young boys and our children the urge to make quick money make fast money and all of that and all of that so on the next segment of this episode you will be listening to the excerpts of our interview thank you so much for listening to the wild podcast i do not take your love for granted thank you for listening Thank you once again, Ma, for joining us on the WOW podcast. So on the first question, it is no news anymore that most young boys in Nigeria, to be specific, want to get rich by all means. The situation is getting out of hand and our value system has emaciated. Some people are, you know, blaming Nollywood because movies tell you how someone was successful after engaging in money rituals. And some Nigerian musicians also say um, slangs like school now scam and other dirty slogans. All these now are beaten boldly in the minds of these children. Of course, they see graduates around them on the streets without jobs, some riding Okada and all of that. 
So my question exactly is, what factor or whom do we blame for this? The get-rich-quick mentality that is uh, seen amongst our young men in the society right now, uh, when we want to trace it, I would say that rather than passing the blame game, the question to ask is, if these children are successful, who takes you know, the glory? Who takes the praise? Definitely the parents will be the first people to come and say, that's my son. And so before we begin to point at musicians, the government, or any other person in the society, the number one person, you know, that we will blame is the parents. Where are the parents of these boys? Uh, I would always say, because I'm a Christian and everything I do is based on biblical principles. If you recall the story in Jeremiah chapter 35, the Bible recorded of a man the Bible said that this man instructed his children not to drink wine. And generations to come of Jehonadab did not drink wine because their father, their great grandfather, instructed them not to do so. And so we see that this is a man who purposefully raised his children in the way of the Lord. If we also look, there are other examples in the Bible of people who did not raise up their children well. And we see what happens at the end of the day. So I believe that the parents, we actually take a lot of the responsibility. What are we doing for our sons? How do we raise them? What are the values that we raise them with at home? What do they see us do? Because at the end of the day, they model what we do most of the time. I know also that peer pressure and all of these things can get into the heads of the children, but from the house, how are we raising our children? The, the picture, you know, that the picture of the society right now is a reflection of our parenting scorecard. And so if we look at the scorecard, it's not looking good at all. It is not even close to looking good. So we, we got a lot of work to do as parents. We need to sit up. We need to define our values one more time. We need to go back to the basic and say, yes, these children belong to me. I need to raise them properly. Apart from the parents, the parents, you know, produce such, um, such uh, young men, but they also go to schools. They go to educational institutions, they go to churches and all of that. So what are the role? You, we know the saying that says that um, it takes a village to raise a child. And indeed it is true. And we see that the village is failing as well. Our schools are failing. A school that set out you know, just to make money would definitely not produce great children because uh, the aims and objective has been lost in the first instance. Same thing with churches. Modern day churches have become a place where people just go for social gathering. Our values have been lost. Biblical values have been lost. If our pastors refuse to say the truth, you know, the truth will not set us free. And so I will say that it takes a whole village, but it starts from the home. And so the first people that I will lay the blame at, not lay the blame per se, but the first people who would share in this will be the parents. Thank you so much for that deep insight. So the second question, as regards parenting now, I have seen um, some parents buying laptops for, for their children, for their sons, and handling them over to Yahoo guys for training. This is 
how some of them, you know, got initiated into cultism and drugs. Mothers of Yahoo boys now even have an association. You can imagine, you, you can see the, the, the in-depth of how things are falling apart in the society. Some parents take their children to the shrine for, for spiritual fortification, to make money. At what age? I mean, like, can you, t- my question, my second question is, can you please discuss more on this and how we should train our boys, especially, to be good people in the world? If I hear your question correctly, it will be, how do we raise godly children in this perverse generation? I'd like to quickly remind us that these children are gifts from God to us. And so when we look at this, when we have this in mind, I believe that it will make us to, you know, get fast on our knees and do what we ought to do. Because God is going to require from us, ask us questions. So what did you do with this gift that I've given to you? So if we know that, then we'll be able to sit up and buckle up. So how do we raise our children? The Bible has instructed us clearly to raise children up in the way of the Lord. We need to train them. In training them, we need to have values, define our values as Christians to start with, define our values as a society. So what are the things you know that my children must not do and the things that my children need to do? We need to start to show them by example. I believe that modeling it ourselves is the best way to show children and to raise them up in the way of the Lord. So we need to raise them in two areas, in character and in things of God. Character because uh, when they get, get out into the society, if you don't train them, the society will train them. In the way of the Lord, meaning that we sit with our children, we study the Bible together, we pray for them, we pray with them, and we teach them how to pray. The next thing is that we need to show love to our children. A lot of us are so busy that we forget the most important thing we need to do is to love our children. We're not even there to show them physical affection. We think that gift will do all of that. We need to start to show children love because our children thrive on love. Physical affection, hugging them, words of affirmation and all of that go a long way. And definitely we need to discipline our children. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 13, 24, it says, He who spears the rod, it's a son, but he who loves him is careful to discipline. So when we discipline, we don't mean that you need to be beating your children and doing all of that. Love and discipline go hand in hand. Uh, There's a consequence for a child who you have told not to do this. So set uh set a consequence for everything your children will know by now what mommy or daddy likes and set the consequence if you do not do this then you do not get this uh i'm a firm believer in in discipline and like i said earlier discipline does not mean beating our children but showing them love and correcting them that is what we need to do i also believe that there are some times that you need to spank but if you want to spank you're not spanking when you have not told your child what is wrong or when you have not corrected your child after several times so spanking is the very last resort and when you're doing the spanking you will be cautious and know what to do thank you so much ma for that insight especially now where parents are 
you know they don't want to discipline their children anymore a lot of parents now don't even want to discipline their parents their children rather they don't want to discipline their children anymore. even the bible says spare the rod and spoil the child but that's not what we're talking about now so that goes um that leads me actually to my third question can you talk about the role religion plays in this we are in um the kind of society where a 19 year old boy without a legitimate business can now sow a seed of millions of naira to a church and then the pastor will call it grace and favor some churches do this actually some churches do this in nigeria so can you talk about the role of religion the role religion plays in this and of course please advise your your finally your advice to parents especially boy moms in training their sons thank you so much ma when we talk about the role of religion in uh, all of this mess that we find ourselves in the society so the question about uh, a young man who you know has an amount of money that is not even justifiable based on what is what he claims he's doing and he goes to pay his tithe to church i believe that if the church is well managed the pastor would not even know who is paying a tithe a certain amount of tithe or not because the pastor has no business in knowing who pays tithe it will be those in the account of finance depending on how the church is structured and so it will still go back to the parents because the parents see the kind of lifestyle and they should be able to question if their child can you know actually defend or justify this lifestyle where is the source of income I will go back to our roles as moms or boys. We know the thing we call the boy-mom experience. We just know that uh, there's this natural bond between a mom and a son. Uh, the boys kind of gravitate towards their moms for some reason. And I believe that this is a great advantage for moms of boys to use. How do we then raise our boys? We need to start early. Start early. And by starting early, we start by praying for them, praying for them. And as we pray for them daily, we teach them in the way of the Lord. We remind them about what God you know, loves and what God frowns at. We teach them about what is right and wrong in the society. And we, we push them you know, to do what is right. For me, I think one of the best things that I've done is you know, praying scriptures over my children. I remember growing up, my mom did the same to me. She blesses me every morning. Um, till now, I'm still, you know, uh, a product of that uh, of that uh, culture because I still call her. She still does the same thing. So I will encourage moms of boys to pray for their children, but pray using the scripture. I also say that they need to raise them up with godly values. There are some values that I believe that boys or or men, you know, should have. Teach them to be independent from an early age. Teach them, you know, that because their boys don't mean that they will not do chores. Let them be in the kitchen when you're cooking. Let them help you out in everything you do. Teach them the culture of financial independence as well. From an early age, you can, you know, 
uh, send them up or sign them up for internship during their summer because this teaches them confidence this teaches them to know that i need to work it teaches them that there is value and reward in labor we should also show love to them a lot of time people tell boys boys don't cry man up and all of that and at the end of the day we are raising men who grow up to be you know angry because they, a lot of time people have told them not to cry and when they grow up and things happen and they're not happy especially when they get married that's the time they feel they can vent and that's where we begin to see that destructive habit come out so we need to be very careful how we tell our boys to express or not to express their emotions most importantly i believe we need to keep disciplining them and keep you know staring them in the in the godly part and i pray that as we do so the good Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. It's been a pleasure having, it's been a pleasure to be on your podcast and I'm so grateful and privileged to be here. Thank you. Thank you.